Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best-selling, award-winning, world's-only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. Welcome to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, and thank you so much for joining me this evening. And I have a very interesting and exciting topic we're going to discuss, and that is macular pucker, macular wrinkle, macular hole. Oh, my. This is a very, very confusing subject because people hear these terms and uh, they're confused, and many times ophthalmologists are confused. As a matter of fact, it is a very difficult diagnosis to make sometimes. Um, if you don't use specialized equipment, many good ophthalmologists will miss the diagnosis of this condition. So we're going to be talking about what causes a macular pucker. What is a macular pucker? And we're going to be talking about um, prevention. We're going to be talking about things you can do to reverse it. And we're going to be talking about the dangers of surgery and also um, really good alternative treatments that I feel can uh, reverse the condition. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk to you about some of my published data on a few cases that I've actually reversed the condition and improved the vision. So if you have a macular pucker, a macular wrinkle, a macular hole, and you are concerned and you're looking for alternative treatments and you want to know what caused it, what to do, you are tuned in on the right program. So in addition to those names I already mentioned, it's also called an epiretinal membrane or internal limiting membrane wrinkle. Also, it can be called a macular hole, a pseudo hole, or a partial hole. So let's just begin by talking about what in the world causes this. Well, most commonly, it is due to a separation of the vitreous gel from the retina in the eye. Now, the eyeball is filled with a uh, gelatinous substance called the vitreous. And as we get older, that vitreous jelly tends to shrink. And, of course, dehydration, lack of uh, antioxidants, uh, poor nutrition, etc., can um, adversely affect the vitreous. But unfortunately, no matter what you do, that vitreous gel is going to shrink as you get older. And what happens when it shrinks, it breaks away from the back of the eye. And it, this separation uh, sometimes causes some traction, wrinkling, inflammation, distortion of the retina. Now, there are also certain eye diseases and disorders that can lead to the, these conditions which I described, and that is a detached retina, inflammation of the eye, or uveitis. Uh, sometimes people with diabetes, uh, diabetic retinopathy can cause uh, trauma to the eye, uh, injury, all these things are related to the formation of uh, a macular pucker hole, pseudo hole, etc., wrinkling. But in most cases, the um, ophthalmologist or eye doctor just doesn't know what caused it. Um, you can blame it on a vitreous detachment, and of course the rule of thumb is as you get older, 
the, uh, there's an increased rate of a detachment from occurring. I'm not talking about a retinal detachment. I'm talking about a vitreous detachment, which is different. That's where that jelly separates from the retina. So if you take your age, that's the percent chance that you are going to have one of these um, detachments of the vitreous. So if you're 50, there's a 50% chance that you're going to get a detachment of the vitreous. And if you're 100, there's a 100% chance that that vitreous is going to be detached. Although not everyone with a detached vitreous will have a macular pucker. So there's something else that's involved with this. And that's what I'm going to focus on. We got to look at possible causes that maybe traditional Western ophthalmology doesn't feel is related to this. But after my 30 plus years of practicing ophthalmology, I feel we have to look at this. Now, number one is uh, poor nutrition. There's no question that good nutrition is essential for good eye health. You are what you eat. Colorful food will give you colorful vision. And if your diet is compromised, you're eating junk food, toxins, uh, genetically modified food, it is going to put you in a nutritionally deplete state. And also it's going to increase your inflammation. And inflammation is, I think, one of the big causes of these uh, macular puckers, wrinkles, distortion, holes, pseudo holes, etc. Also, since we're talking about nutrition, we need to focus on the gut. More and more alternative doctors have noticed that there's a relationship between the gut and brain health. And I have found that's also related to vision health. So if you have an unhealthy gut, you're not going to have proper absorption of all those essential nutrients. And also, um, if you have uh, allergies, gut allergies, gluten sensitivities, etc., you may have a leaky gut. And chances are, if you have a leaky gut, you're going to have a leaky eye, wet macular degeneration, inflammation in the eye. And you also may have a leaky brain. So... Uh, there's a brilliant alternative neurologist here in Florida called Dr. Perlmutter, and he's written a couple books relating the gut and the brain. And so I think that you really need to look at improving the health of the gut. And unfortunately, some people say that no one in the United States has a healthy gut. Why? Because we've been immunized, we've taken antibiotics, we're eating genetically modified food, and there are so many contributing factors. So our ancestors knew what to do, how to keep a, a gut healthy. And I'm a big advocate of fermented vegetables, sauerkraut, kimchi, and fermented uh, milk like yogurt. Um, all these things can help the gut. And also look at a good probiotic to help improve your gut. Also, we got to look at toxins, heavy metals. Heavy metals are a serious issue, and I hate to say this, but just about everybody I see that comes into my office with an eye problem does have elevated heavy metals. So we really need to get rid of those heavy metals, and I believe that the only way to adequately test for heavy metals is to do a six-hour urine test. You can be dying of... Uh, lead or mercury and your urine will be normal. Why? Because that lead and mercury 
doesn't stay in your urine and blood. It goes into your bone, your eye, and your brain. So you need to take a chelating agent to draw out those heavy metals and then measure it. It's called a six-hour urine test. Also, dirty electricity, and that's becoming a bigger and bigger issue. And I've talked with a few alternative doctors, and they feel that this dirty electricity that is surrounding us is a contributing factor and is causing an increase in eye disease. And I believe that this might be related to the increased incidence of macular wrinkle, pucker, whole epiretinal membrane, all of these disorders. So what is dirty electricity? Well, if you have a smartphone, a cell phone, and you're holding it up close to your eyeball, you know, you're getting dirty electricity. And we now have something called smart meters. And I have found a large group of people that come to me with the early onset of a macular hole or pucker and they recently had a smart meter installed in their home. A smart meter is uh, uh, a device that the utility company don't have to visit your home anymore. It sends out a signal to the utility company to let them know your consumption of electricity. So if you have a smart meter in your home, I'd try to get rid of it or make sure your bedroom isn't near that smart meter. There's a great book Uh, written by Sam Milham called Dirty Electricity. And I have interviewed him on my radio show, Healthy Vision, and I plan to put together a podcast of the interview. It's a great book, and he talks about dirty electricity. Unwanted light is also a problem. Unwanted light at night that we're meant to sleep in a circadian rhythm. And those of you that have a TV set in your room and uh, are... Uh, you know, on the computer at night, that is causing a problem. There's a brilliant researcher named Abraham Hyam who did some work on this, and he discovered that there's an increased incidence of cancer, uh, eye disorders, obesity, etc., in folks that have unwanted light at night, especially blue light. You need to avoid blue light at night. Well, we're coming up to a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about a couple other things that may be related to these macular holes, puckers. So, uh, macular pucker, macular wrinkle, macular hole, oh my. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. We're talking about macular pucker, macular wrinkle, or macular hole. And uh, when we left, I mentioned Dr. Abraham Hyam, his research with unwanted light at night. And this unwanted light at night interferes with your circadian rhythm. And you need a good circadian rhythm. You need light during the day and you need darkness at night. So one thing all of you need to do, get the TV set out of your bedroom, turn the computer off at night, make sure your room is totally dark, use a Block those uh, blocking drapes that they have at a hotel in your room. You want to sleep in a dark room. The other problem is that even though you may not have any light in your room, you may have unwanted dirty electricity in your room. The Wi-Fi is running in your home. Your cell phone is right next to you in your bed. And all this can be a contributing factor, I believe, to this condition called a macular hole, macular pucker, etc., Also, we need to talk about dental issues. Yes, Uh, there's a joke that if you have an eye problem, you should probably first see your dentist. 
then your eye doctor. If you have root canals, uh, mercury amalgams, uh, cavitation or infection, this could be contributing to your eye disease. So if you have that macular wrinkle in your right eye and you also have a root canal on the right side, this could be a problem. See your dentist. I think root canals are just uh, can be really damaging to your overall health. Lastly, we need to talk about stress. Yes, you may have heard this over and over again, but stress is a big contributing factor to all diseases. And if you can't deal with the stress, if you can't reduce the stress, your body is not going to heal. So later on, I'm going to be talking about some really good alternative treatments and things you can do. But I think the most important thing is you need to reduce the stress. Get rid of it. Now, what is the main symptoms? What are the symptoms of a macular pucker, macular wrinkle, macular hole? Um, Usually, the vision may be a little blurry or mildly distorted. Straight lines can appear appear to be wavy. Uh, There may be difficulty in seeing fine detail, maybe reading small print. And there can also be maybe a gray area in the center of your vision or actually a blind spot. If you do have any of these symptoms, you need to be evaluated by an eye doctor. You need a good dilated exam and he needs to look at you carefully. If you have these symptoms and your eye doctor tells you everything is normal, I would get a second opinion. And many of these cases of early macular pucker and wrinkle are probably undiagnosed. Um, Years ago, before we had our ocular coherence tomography, uh, patients would come in with those symptoms, and I'd look in the eye, and I'd say, by golly, everything looks normal. But now we have the technology that can really look at the eye on a microscopic level. And the test is called an ocular coherence tomography. And this test will pick up even the earliest changes of uh, macular disease. So make sure you get that done. Another question is, is the macular pucker the same as age-related macular degeneration? Well, in a way, they're similar conditions because they affect the macula, but the cause is a little bit different. As I mentioned, that macular pucker is dealing more with inflammation, and it's a problem uh, in the inner part of the eye, the internal limiting membrane. This is kind of like a cellophane sheet that coats the retina. Macular degeneration is a condition that deals with more of the vascular, the choroid, and the retinal pigment epithelium. So the symptoms may be the same, but the etiology or cause is different. You need to know the, uh, the, to get the right diagnosis in order to understand the proper treatment. Can the macular pucker get worse? Well, usually it progressively gets worse. Uh, usually it only affects one eye, but it can affect both eyes. Well, that's, that's why I'm really interested, if you have it in one eye, is that the side that you hold your cell phone, or is that the side that maybe is facing a smart meter when you sleep at night? Now, macular hole, macular pucker, what is the difference with the macular hole? The macular hole is a more advanced form of the macular pucker, where the retina actually becomes atrophic and a hole develops. So now I just want to mention uh, the surgery for the macular pucker. And 
You know, I, I wear, I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist. I do eye, uh, well, not anymore. I don't do eye surgery. I'm mainly looking at the alternative treatments. But I think surgery is not the best solution for this macular pucker for a couple of reasons. Number one, the results are not that great. Uh, number two, most people that undergo the surgery don't look at the underlying cause. And the third problem is that you're almost guaranteed to develop a cataract after the surgery and you'll need another operation. And the eye docs will tell you this. So what do you do? Well, I believe that you really got to embrace the alternative therapies that I'm going to talk about. Try to do everything you can in order to reverse the vision and stop it from progression, progressing. But if you do those things and, um, you know, it's still progressing, then I think you don't have any choice except to go through the surgery. So my advice is try to do things that can reverse the macular pucker to, to improve the vision, to stop the progression. And if you can do that, hold off on the surgery. Now, I did publish a article, uh, a peer review. It was uh, in the peer review literature. And if you want to get a copy of this article, go to my website, Healing the Eye. That's all one word, healingtheeye.com. And look for the tab called Programs. Pull that program uh, tab and look for scientific studies and you'll see my publication. So I looked at nine patients or 10 eyes with a macular hole, macular wrinkle. And um, these patients were treated with these alternative therapies I'm going to be talking to you about. In this group, and this is after uh, one week of treatment, the average acuity improved 4.3 letters. And now that is remarkable because most eye doctors will tell you that this is just going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So 4.3 letters is one line on the eye chart, which is a significant improvement. The range was as high as 11 letters or two lines on the eye chart. In addition, the contrast uh, improved quite a bit, 2.5 letters. Now, what is the contrast? Well, the contrast is seeing shades of letters. Uh, you know, when you get that credit card statement in a restaurant, you can barely see the print. That's because it has a poor contrast. So contrast improved. Also, there was a marked visual field expansion um, that patients were being able to see better in their visual field. So this study uh, demonstrated that these alternative th treatments uh, do work if you have um, a macular pucker, macular hole. So let's talk about some of the alternative treatments that uh, you need to consider. Now, I mentioned earlier, you really got to look at your diet. Uh, you know, shift your diet more towards raw, organic fruits and vegetables. I'm a big advocate of an organic, raw diet, fruits and vegetables. Certainly eliminate genetically modified food and things like this that are toxic to your body. And you want to look at some good nutritional supplements, you know, uh, increase the consumption of antioxidants. Although I'm not really a big advocate of vitamins, I feel that, you know, we get our best nutrition from the food that we eat. Although most of us, because we have a poor diet, 
and we don't have that necessary nutrients. We do need to look at some good quality vitamins. I have put together, I call it my macular support. It has a lot of great essential vitamins and nutrients. In addition, it has some probiotics in there. I talked earlier about improving your gut. And it has uh, digestive enzymes and a little bit of supplemental hydrochloric acid. Because I think as we get older, we're just not absorbing all these nutrients that we're consuming. So we do need little probiotics. We do need some digestive enzymes and some uh, little bit of supplemental hydrochloric acid. Then everybody needs to be investigated for heavy metal toxicity. And I really feel strongly that you need to get that six-hour urine test. If you'd like to get that test, give the office a call and we can help you out with that. Uh, The number is 800-430-9328. 800-430-9328. Well, we're coming up to another break. And we come back, we're going to talk about more things you can do to improve your vision. Welcome back to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Conrad, and we're talking about macular pucker, macular holes, epiretinal membranes, pseudo holes, etc., etc. And heavy metal testing. Uh, I think if anyone out there has the diagnosis of a macular pucker, macular hole, uh, wrinkling of the retina, you need to get tested for heavy metals. I really believe that this is a major contributing factor. And if your metals are elevated, you need some type of chelation therapy. I'm a big advocate of intravenous EDTA. It's uh, ethylene diamine tetraacetic acid. It's a chemical substance that chelates or binds these heavy metals. It's a big molecule that has a claw. It grabs those heavy metals, the lead, the mercury that are in your body that are causing damage. And it removes them. So it enables all the other metabolic processes to function better. It improves the neurological function. It reduces inflammation. It's just wonderful. One thing you have to be aware of that these heavy metals like lead and mercury, they're big molecules. They're big bullies. And they push out the essential minerals like selenium, uh, zinc, magnesium, and calcium that our body needs. And so mineral deficiencies is another problem. And one way to treat that is by eating a good, healthy, organic diet. But also, I think most folks need to take a good mineral supplement. Uh, And we recommend Spectrum Chelate, which is a broad-based mineral supplement. So chelation is something to consider if you have those heavy metals. And this will definitely help improve the retinal function, blood flow to the eye, and reduce inflammation. Uh, You also need to investigate possible dental issues that you have. Make an appointment with your dentist. If you have a root canal, consider it getting it removed. Also, look at your living situation. Are you being exposed to dirty electricity? And if you are, then you need to eliminate that source. I really recommend turn off your Wi-Fi at night in your home. Uh, Get rid of uh, the television in your bedroom. Don't sleep with your iPhone or smartphone. Get rid of all the electrical equipment in your room. And also look at the lighting in your bedroom. 
On one at light at night can suppress the circadian rhythm. Even the illumination of your alarm clock can suppress the circadian rhythm. So get all light out of your bedroom. Next, I'd like to talk about treatments that I feel are extremely beneficial. And my number one modality treatment that I love is microcurrent. I've been doing microcurrent now for the last 15 years. And I feel that it is just an amazing therapy to help folks who have chronic eye diseases like macular pucker, macular wrinkle, etc. So microcurrent uses a very low-level current. We're dealing with microamps, which is a millionth of an amp. And microcurrent has been shown to reduce inflammation, improve circulation, stimulate cellular activity. There was an excellent study published in the Journal of Orthopedic Research that showed that low levels of microcurrent dramatically improve cellular function. In this study, they demonstrated that cellular function improved by up to 500%. So what we're doing is we're taking dysfunctional cells in the eye and we're giving life back into them, improving their function. Uh, also, microcurrent stimulates stem cells. Uh, stem cells are necessary for all repair and regeneration in the body. And one way to get those stem cells from functioning in a more effective way is microcurrent. You know, as we get older, our stem cells get older. So right now I'm 67 and my stem cells are 67. So why do you need to keep those stem cells healthy? And one way is to eat good, healthy food, uh, get rid of the heavy metals, uh, reduce your stress, and that'll improve the stem cell activity. Now, I know that stem cell therapy is very popular right now, and more and more patients are asking me, can stem cells help with their eye disease? But usually before I jump right into stem cells with anyone, I want them to take care of the basics. And the basics are uh, good nutrition, getting rid of those heavy metals, uh, and reducing stress. Because if you don't take, take care of those things, receiving stem cells may not be beneficial for you. You know, stem cells are like very expensive seeds. And if a farmer buys the seeds and he plants them on dry soil without water and sunlight, they're not going to grow. Likewise, if uh, you're getting stem cell therapy and your body isn't healthy, they're not going to do, do very well. But there was an interesting article that was published in Ocular Surgery News, and this was in 2008, out of Hong Kong, where this was a group of 10 patients who did not do well after macular hole surgery. And the macular hole surgery is kind of a complex procedure where you have to go into the eye and you peel the membrane and you remove the vitreous jelly. And as I mentioned earlier, um, there is some inflammation and it's almost a given that because of this inflammation, you'll develop a cataract and later on you'll need cataract surgery. But in this group, uh, they receive stem cells. And um, after uh, several weeks, uh, the majority of patients in this group did have an improvement of vision. So this was a very optimistic study um, that stem cells can be very helpful and beneficial in improving 
retinal function and closing these macular holes. But before you go into the stem cells, I think you need to look at the microcurrent. In addition, uh, microcurrent has a neuroprotective effect. So what does that mean? Well, the microcurrent will prevent the retina from further de degeneration, and it'll also prevent the retina from damage to additional toxic exposures. Because let's say you do have heavy metal toxicity in your body and have elevated lead. It's not that simple to get rid of it. It may take you months to years to finally get rid of those heavy metals. Chelation is a long-term investment, so that's why I'm a big advocate. While you're getting the chelation therapy, use the microcurrent to improve the function of the retina. So if you want more information on microcurrent, please go to the website, healingtheeye.com. I have uh, information on that. I do have a couple other podcasts on microcurrent. I think this is my number one therapy that I advise patients that if they're interested in reversing their eye, chronic eye disorder, like a macular hole, macular wrinkle, macular pucker, to begin this therapy. But in order for the microcurrent to work effectively, you still need to go back to basics, looking at your diet, good nutrition, and I forgot to mention hydration, proper hydration. You need to be drinking plenty of water to get rid of toxins in your body. So all these things are essential. And if you're listening and you want to get more information, I would recommend getting a copy of my best-selling book, The 10 Essentials to Save Your Sight. And I'm offering that book to all of you for free. Go to the website, healingtheeye.com, all one word, healingtheeye.com, and you'll see a little box. Check that box, and I'll send you an ebook copy of The 10 Essentials. But if you'd like a hardback copy of the book, let the office know and uh, we can send that to you. And all we request is that you just pay for uh, uh, shipping and handling for the book. Now, microcurrent is often confused with the TENS machine. You know, you can buy a TENS machine on eBay for 60 or $70, but the TENS machine is not microcurrent. It has a very high current dealing with thousands of a microamp. In the study that I mentioned, that was published in the Journal of Orthopedic Research, uh, Cheng observed that if the current was below 500 microamps, that's when you got an increase in cellular activity. But if it was greater than 500 microamps, you got a decrease in activity. So that's an important takeaway. These TENS machines have a high current, thousands of microamps. They may be good for treating pain, but unfortunately they are going to decrease cellular activity and may cause more damage to the eye. So you want to avoid the TENS machine when treating the eye. So we're coming up to another break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about another therapy called oxidative therapy that I think is extremely effective and could be beneficial if you have this condition. So we'll be right back after this break. Macular pucker, macular wrinkle, macular hole, oh my... Don't despair if you've been diagnosed with one of these conditions because there are effective alternative treatments. We already finished talking about microcurrent, which is my favorite. And next, we're going to be talking about oxidative therapies. And this is a whole 
category of treatments that use a highly reactive form of oxygen called ozone. And I know that ozone has gotten a bad rap because of pollution in the atmosphere. And yes, ozone is toxic to breathe, but ozone is extremely powerful and effective if it's mixed with your blood, if it's given intravenously or rectally. So what does ozone do? Ozone is a highly charged oxygen molecule. It has a negative charge. So one thing that it does is it increases the oxygenation in your body. And increasing oxygenation is good because you need oxygen to heal and to regenerate. Also, ozone has a profound effect on a lot of neuroendocrine functions. And I don't want to get into the chemistry or science behind it, but it does stimulate beneficial neuroendocrine functions to reduce inflammation and to help regenerate the body. Another interesting thing that occurs with ozone therapy is that it improves your oxygen uptake. As we get older, we may have good oxygen saturation in our blood, but unfortunately, old cells just don't take up the oxygen. So ozone kind of shifts the oxygen uptake, so the cells now are able to better utilize oxygen. Now, ozone therapy um, has been widely used in the United States for many years. It's been shown to be extremely effective for treating many chronic disorders, including eye disorders. I had the pleasure of being a keynote speaker at the World Congress on Ozone in Rome, Italy. And over a hundred countries were represented there, and uh, phenomenal papers were presented showing the powerful effect that ozone has on the body in terms of regeneration, treating chronic disease. And I met a doctor there, Dr. Sylvia Mendenes from Cuba, and she probably has the greatest experience in using ozone therapy in treating eye disorders, macular degeneration, glaucoma, uh, macular hole, macular puckers, and retinitis pigmentosa. She's treated thousands of cases with phenomenal results. And interestingly, her prime method of treatment is rectal insufflation. This is taking ozone gas and uh, in inserting it rectally, uh, a couple hundred cc's, and holding it, and it's quickly absorbed through the rectal mucosa. I kind of like the rectal insufflation because it eliminates the need for an IV. Traditional ozone therapy is done uh, with a technique called major autohemotherapy, where the doctor takes a small amount of blood out of your body, mixes it with ozone, and puts it back into your body. Another method is hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide is a highly re reactive form of water, H2O2, and it has the same benefit as uh, O3 or ozone therapy. Uh, and this is another method, but you do need an intravenous therapy. So I like treatments that kind of empower patients. It's one of the reasons why I like microcurrent, because once you're trained with microcurrent, this is something that you can do daily on your own. The same thing with ozone therapy. This is something that you can do daily on your own. If you want more information on this, I have a YouTube video on ozone rectal insufflation. You can go to chondrotyoutube.com. That's all one word, chondrotyoutube.com. Or just go to the YouTube channel 
and type in my name, Condrod and Ozone, and I have a couple of uh, YouTube videos that will help you understand how to do this technique. And the equipment, the investment in the equipment is fairly inexpensive. And uh, once you do get the equipment, you can begin doing the rectal insufflation at home to help slow this process in your body and help restore your general health. Also, um, I'm a big advocate of ozone eye drops. Ozone eye drops is where you ozonate saline and insert them in an eye drop fashion. Although I don't think that the ozone eye drops are going to be that effective for uh, macular problems like the macular pucker, macular hole, etc. But it can be very valuable in terms of helping restore comfort to your eye if you have dry eyes or blepharitis. So if you are going to be investi investing in an ozone generator, uh, then you will need uh, you might as well take advantage in making your own ozone eye drops. So oxidative treatments is something you need to consider. And during, um, we do have a couple of programs, and the Chondrite Restore Vision program is a one-year program where you come to our facility in Florida, and we perform all these therapies on you. It's our goal to do whatever we can to restore your lost vision. And the majority of people that do come for this program have an improvement of their vision, and then we educate them on what therapies to do at home. So the best way that I can help you is to get in touch with the office and investigate the Chondrite Restore Vision program. If you're not able to come to Florida for this program, we do have a home program. So for more information on both of these programs, head to my website, healingtheeye.com and that's all one word healingtheeye.com and you can also call the office at 800-430-9328 we are offering a complimentary consultation with our program director and our program director will um, go through all the treatment options that may be applicable for your particular case and part of this consultation, I will personally review the records. I won't have an opportunity to talk to you, but the program director usually has me review the records, and I'll make sure that you're uh, a good candidate for one of these programs, and also I'll make the recommendations. There's two other treatments that can be extremely effective, and uh, that is homeopathy. Homeopathy is uh, what really got me started in integrative and alternative medicine. Homeopathy looks at the underlying cause. And in homeopathy, we look not only at the physical causes, but we also look at mental and emotional. And there are a lot of really good homeopathic remedies that I have found to be extremely effective in reversing macular pucker, macular hole, macular wrinkle, etc. So homeopathy believes that the body has the ability to heal itself. We look for the underlying cause. We prescribe a homeopathic remedy to act as a catalyst to help reverse the process. The last therapy that I really enjoy is light therapy. I'm a member of the College of Syntonic Light Therapy, and light therapy is extremely effective in helping reverse vision loss. The two mechanisms that uh, one needs to understand with light therapy is one, it, light therapy balances the autonomic nervous system. 
You need to have a balanced autonomic nervous system for the body to heal. If you're in a stress state, you're in that sympathetic state, fight or flight, your body will not heal. So light therapy can quickly balance that condition, put the autonomic nervous system in balance. The second thing that light therapy does is that photons are absorbed in hemoglobin to help with regeneration and rejuvenation. It's well known that plants need ultraviolet light or sunlight. Without sunlight, plants would die. And the essential ingredient in plants is chlorophyll. And in humans, our blood system has something called hemoglobin. And the hemoglobin molecule and the chlorophyll molecule are almost identical in structure. The only difference is that that hemoglobin molecule has iron in the center while chlorophyll has magnesium. So our body does absorb light energy and energizing uh, the blood through light can be a very effective. In fact, we do a procedure called ultraviolet blood irradiation where we use ultraviolet light and we irradiate blood to help energize and rejuvenate the body. So I want to thank all of you for joining me to learning more about macular pucker, macular wrinkle, macular hole, oh my. And there are ways to reverse this condition. If you are entertaining surgery, I would delay the surgery, begin to look at some of these alternative treatments. And if these alternative treatments improve your vision and stabilize the vision, don't go with the surgery. So thanks again for listening. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, wishing all of you good health and clear vision. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Kondrat's newsletter, visit us at HealingTheEye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.